Hey guys, welcome back to the Spartan Cast, the best community-run podcast covering Dual Universe in Dual Universe. Today we're talking to Dara, Vasara, and Geronimo of The Outfit about their organization, how it will operate in Dual Universe, and the concept of space truckers. With that said, let's jump right into it. Let's hop into this. We should be out within 45, I think. Uh, all right. So real quick before we get started into any of the questions, could you guys go ahead and give a brief introduction of your name, which group you're from, and then your function in that group? Okay, I guess I'll start. Uh, my name is Dara, and I am the Legate and Commodore of the Out. Can I hear you anymore? You didn't hear me? No, no. Your your microphone cut. Okay. Heard you it, heard it? It cut out when you were about to say uh, outfit. That's when it cut out for me. Okay. Uh, my name is Dara, and I'm the uh, Legate and Commodore of the Outfit. Right, I'm Geronimo, and uh, I'm in charge of uh, all the build and uh, architecture for the outfit. Uh, my name is Vashara, and I'm long time flying and watching around, not great, not much at this moment, some lower basics. Excellent. So, what uh, games and other groups do you guys come from? It can just be DU, if that's where originally you're from, or, you know, any outside groups. Uh, the outfit th itself is a DU-only organization. We do play lots of other games uh, together, ARK and Empyrean and, you know, games like that. But uh, basically, we're just a DU organization. So how did the outfit and, I guess, individually, you guys in particular, come to Dual Universe? Well, for me, I uh, knew a guy who was already playing, and I had played Landmark with him in the past, and he told me about Dual Universe and said I needed to come over, he encouraged me to set up an organization, and I, I did. <laughs> And uh, everybody else who's here, we just met through the forums or, you know, wherever, through recruiting, through my community page, that kind of stuff. Uh, for me, Journey Mall, I, I was Googling some Imperial-like uh, games, Space Engineers and others, and randomly I felt on your universe one was still at the form, form stage. Oh, Vasara. So I found some information about Kickstarter from Empyrean Galactic Survival Group. So just as a heads up, um, we do have Discord icons for the recording so you guys don't have to worry about saying your names before your responses 
if that if that helps you at all. Uh, sure, sure, it does help, of course. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh, if it's if you're able to say, you don't have to say if you don't want to. But what do you do in real life, occupation-wise? Uh, I'm a web developer um, and a digital marketer in real life. I'm an architect, and uh, I thought I would do something else than building in this game. I wanted to fly ships and explore space, but at the end, uh, uh, well, that's my main occupation. I'm elect- electrician and automation staff making repairs on food factories. Nice, nice. Um, Tiberius, you want to take second category? Sure. <clears throat> so, uh, what is the origin of the uh, of the name of, of your organization? Well, believe it or not, the thesaurus. <laughs> I started trying to find a name, and I didn't want anything too fancy just because of the kind of group we are. We're real casual. And I came up with the outfit. And for some reason, I just really liked it and thought it was sounded cool. And then I later found out that uh, there are a lot of uh, old mobsters in the old days. <laughs> that used to call themselves such and such outfit or whatever. And then I knew it was pretty much a keeper just because it ended up being cool. And that's probably where I did find it and just didn't realize that that's why I liked it. So yeah, just something simple. Didn't need anything fancy. Nice. So, um, when, when was it created and, uh, and how? Uh, end of I think July 2016, somewhere near the end of 2016, I think, July or August. But uh, how was it created? I, I really don't, really don't know. The other org that I was in at the time uh, was encouraging everybody to set up their own organization. They wanted to be more like of an umbrella type thing. And I set up my organization and it just turned out I was having so much fun with that. And I loved creating the art and playing with 3D models and stuff. So it really just kind of bloomed from there. So who was it uh, created by? It was you? Yeah, it was me. So me and technically my brother. Uh, we're space truckers. It's really uh, what it's all about. We want to. We didn't hear what you said. We heard we are in nothing. We're space truckers. Alright. So is that uh, just freight or is that passengers as well? Well, I guess that would depend on the job. Uh, we're not going to be smuggling criminals or anything like that, but I don't see any problem with people who need a, a group of people to go somewhere doing that kind of work. One of our guys brought up, I think it was Geronimo brought up in the past that we might want to consider adding that to our services. And I think that would be fine. All right. So, so what kind of uh, samples of public image can be seen today for, for the organization? Uh, we've got a Twitter account, which is dual the outfit. And then uh, we've got a website, 
well, I'm redesigning the website right now, but it's uh, dualtheoutfit.com. And then, of course, our community pages, our Discord, that kind of thing. Do you have any kind of uh, art or imagery? Uh, yeah, we did a comic book way back in the beginning. Uh, my brother is a 3D artist, and he was uh, really into the idea at the time. And so we did a comic book together. It's on our website, which is offline right at this moment. But we had a lot of fun with that. We'll probably pick that up again after launch when we actually have stories to tell. Right now, we really don't have any stories to tell with it. But that was fun. And then, you know, just our different marketing materials that we've used for recruiting. All right. So I'm going to knock it back over to you, I guess, Yep. Uh, before I launch into Insider Relations, if you have any like websites or you mentioned the Twitter that you want us to put in the description, just paste them in the closed room text channel, and then I'll make sure okay. to, make sure to add them. Okay, I will. Um, so going to Insider Relations, what is the current member count for the outfit? Oh, at this moment we have about thirty-six members. Nice. That's a it's a pretty well sized organization. Um, so, what are your your methods of recruitment? Community profile on DU forums, videos, and in game recruiting. We have a Voxel Mansel Mansel Geronimo. Many people want to study his Voxel technique. Yeah, I'm sure that, that that is a big pull. I know that a lot of our people as well uh, in my organization are very interested in Voxelmancy. Um, so do you expect certain criterias from recruits, like uh, game origin, technical knowledge, culture, age, etc.? Not really. Uh, basically, we, we 18 and up. And uh, other than that, just being a cool person, you know, somebody who's got a decent sense of humor and doesn't take themselves, you know, very seriously. We're pretty much a drama-free, you know, and uh, we just just want some cool people. That's really all there is to it. Drama-free orgs are hard to come by nowadays. Well, it, it can be some work sometimes. I mean, we have, you know, regular, you know, Sometimes we'll disagree on this, that, or the other and talk it out, but we don't really have any big drama going on That's because that's really what we're all about is just being friends. And we don't want to push people to do things they don't want to do, and we don't. And if we find people that don't necessarily want to work with us, you know, in, in that regard, of just being a cool person that have has fun, then we pretty much just let them go because we're not – we're not into that. We'll have plenty of drama when politics comes into the game, and that's going to be the fun part. Well, I'm, I'm envious yeah. of your guys' status so far, because it seems like everybody's got beef. I don't know why at this point. Um, Just don't have time for it, man. <laughs> that's true. I don't think anybody should have beef at this point. Wait till yes. you know, like PvP comes out, then you can have beef. Yeah, and that's the kind that's going to be fun in the in the politics and the espionage and all of that stuff is going to be so much fun. I'm really looking forward to that kind of 
but inner org drama now we pretty much all get along so far good good um so speaking of how do you communicate internally mostly through discord um i had a website set up back at the very beginning but and it was massive with all these forums and all these permissions and we did do some talking there but then once we got the discord up and running it just nobody wanted to use the site anymore so discord basically replaced the site which is why i'm redesigning it right to be something more useful more of a public face rather than a place to hang out pretty much all discord yeah, I mean we we pretty much get that from everybody too. So it's very nice to know that there's a common medium for communication among the community. Yeah, I wasn't sure that I'd really like Discord that much, but once I started using it, it's like wow, I love it. Yeah, I mean when I go through the portal and whether it's recruiting for whatever, you know, even for the podcast, if they don't have a Discord, the chances of me communicating with them have just essentially gone to improbable and even if it's a super interesting organization i can't reach out you know you guys fortunately are in other discords so i can talk to you um, through those means but i've had to pass on so many interesting looking organizations because they don't have discords huh that's odd it seems odd to me for some reason <laughs> i don't yeah. know why especially when it's free to make a discord account and as many servers as you want you know unlike if it's team speak i get that because that's a you know paid server type of service but discord's not yeah i tried team speak and uh it was just too much work get it all set up on my server all of that i said well when i found discord i just fell in love with it yeah, i considered it for the podcast i've heard the audio is better on team speak but I mean, it's it's free over here, and it works, so. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, I digress. Um, is there an overall hierarchy, roster, division of roles in the outfit? Yeah, um, we've got uh, our PvP team, who are, we're the space trucker guy, and uh, we're the core of the entire group. But we also have um, a big project, it's kind of like a, an organization but it's not really we're just basically building a settlement that we want to have and there's a little bit of a hierarchy in there just enough leadership in there to um, keep the settlement going as a matter of fact Geronimo is our master architect over there and is getting things zoned out so that we end up with a great settlement to live and do business in and then our I'm the leader uh, the lead gate of that and then we have all sorts of positions below that and that requires a bit more of a commitment uh, than our settlers do a lot of our settlers are just going to live and do business in our town and that's it but the pvp team we're the the core group that are getting together and trying to figure out this business and make it happen and we've been switching a lot around in roles i think i finally got uh, some of our top guys, the, the two here, actually, uh, in the perfect positions for them, which is really one of the reasons I'm in Alpha right now, is to make sure that by the time we launch, we've got all the right people in all the right positions, and everybody's having fun, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Sounds like everybody's 
been sorted out, which is always nice to hear. Yeah, plus, you know, we, we get to, you know, make friends and all that. And, and that's why uh, I don't require somebody to pick a position before they join. Because a lot of times people fall into these positions. Just like Geronimo was saying earlier, he's an architect in real life. And he had no idea that he was going to end up being an architect in this game. But it just turns out that him and Voxelmancy just, you know, it's a little love story. He's just so good at it that he just ended up falling into that position. He's the guy for that job, for sure. Yeah, I didn't want it. I wanted to fly. And once I discovered I had skill for flying with the Voxels, yeah, true. <laughs> I got I got completely addicted. Yeah, he's a, definitely an addict. <laughs> Uh, so this question is actually not in the script, but we'll probably add it for future sessions. Um, I've noticed kind of an increase in organizations implementing exclusivity on their member base, like SLI, for example. Is there any sort of uh, exclusivity for joining the outfit or maybe like the higher up the hierarchy you go? Or is it just kind of, you know, you can join however many orgs you want kind of atmosphere? I've never really had a problem with um, people being uh, parts of other organizations. Um, I think that some of those people will end up just being settlers just because of time constraints. I don't know how you can be parts of all these different organizations, but we don't have any restrictions against it. Now, if we have somebody who's part of 15 organizations and we had put him in a leadership position and he can't deliver, then we might have to replace him in that position. But it's nothing official. If you're part of 30 orbs and you're still doing a good job for us, I don't care. Yeah, it's a bit like that. It came naturally. The people who made the outfit uh, their main org uh, might have other orgs, but we, we, call, we, we call ourselves the, the settlers. So the we use outfit for the main main org again. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I can understand both sides of exclusivity. You know, like my, my group is not exclusive, but SLI is, and I get that. It just means that they have a completely loyal, well, not completely, but mostly loyal staff roster. So it is what it is. Uh, anyways, Tiberius, I'll hand it over to you now. All right, then. So on the issue of outside relations, how do you guys uh, manage your diplomacy or, or interact with other organizations currently? Well, um, we've got a guy, Gallo, who um, technically handles our diplomacy, but he hasn't been able to be in-game. So uh, once he can come in-game, he'll basically be our ambassador who handles all of our trade deals and our diplomacy and, and whatnot. Right now, we pretty much just play it by ear because uh, we're just not formal people. I don't have any diplomacy documents written up, and this is what you can and can say or anything like that. But once uh, Gallo is in game, he'll he'll be handling all that and have his own procedure. It's just too right. early right now. All right. So <clears throat> you guys have already said you have promotional material, so... Uh, I guess I'll move on to how would you define your organization as uh, reclusive, aggressive, or defensive, if at all? Yeah, it's kind of a none of the above kind of thing because we're just regular guys who pretty much do what we feel like. We're 
working together as to build a PVP team, but I wouldn't necessarily call us aggressive. We just want to have a little PVP fun now and then. Um, defensive, of course, we're going to have our defenses, and we do have some players that are a little reclusive. I'm a little bit more reclusive than some of the other guys. I'm a little bit more of an introvert, and I get into my building and kind of zone out for a while. But to put a label on it, it would be really difficult because we pretty much play it by ear, and that's pretty much how I run the org. You know, I want people to want to do what they want to do. And then we don't have to say, well, we're not going to be that way. You know, we just are the way we are. You know what I'm saying? This is really kind of hard to label it. Yeah, I feel you. I'm the same way where I, uh, I get, I really get into building and everything else kind of falls away sometimes. Yeah, it does. We've got a couple of members who I would call reclusive, but you know, I, I wouldn't want to lose those guys because they're some of our best builders. You know, and then we've got the guys who are a little bit more social. Like Geronimo right. seems to be a little bit more social than I expected in the beginning. But, uh, and when it comes to aggressiveness, I mean, we're not going to go out and be attacking people and stuff. But there probably will be aggression because there's going to be a time when somebody needs it, <laughs> you know. So we'll oh, have, definitely. yeah, we'll have fun with it, but we're kind of middle of the road easygoing guys i guess that might be what you want to put there be easygoing just easy one, one, one thing is sure we are not is we we are not passive right yeah well we'll be aggressive we'll be defensive all of those but one thing we won't we won't be passive right oh yeah yeah we're, we're we won't be passive i definitely agree with it so <laughs> So, in regards to other organizations, um, do you guys have anybody that you're allied with or, or at least frequently associate with? Well, everybody probably knows by now, at least everybody who knows us, knows that we're definitely allies with uh, Profit Rocket Foundry and the Infinity Corp. We've got a lot of Landmark players, and I played Landmark, so that just kind of naturally happened. Um we do have other allies and, and stuff, but it's just really too early to discuss it because when we first started gaining allies, we had a whole different set of allies and none of those guys even play the game now. So <laughs> it's just too early to officially announce who our allies are otherwise because I'm not even sure how it's going to be in a year. As for enemies, eh, I don't think so. I mean... You know, there are pirates out there that we might run into, but that's the whole, you know, the whole nature of the whole PvP. But personal enemies, I wouldn't say so. I think we're pretty much friendly with everybody. All right, then. So, this is kind of a standard question for us. It's nothing specifically to do with you guys, but um, do you have any secrets that you would hint at? <laughs> Uh, it wouldn't be a secret then, would it? <laughs> well, there's always clues. Uh, necessarily reveal everything. No, I, I don't think so. I mean, I guess if we did, we could tell you, but we'd have to kill you. <laughs> True. 
I mean, you could try. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't really have any secrets. I, I know there are a lot of orgs out there who uh, take all of this um, organization thing just so seriously, and 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 that's fine. I know a lot of people enjoy playing like that, but we really are just really laid back. We don't have any kind of secrets or you know secret plans of you know how we're going to rule the world or anything like that I'm just guys playing a game fair enough alright I'm kicking back over to you guest chief alrighty so are there any past deeds within Dual Universe or any of the other games you mentioned uh, that you might consider accomplishments either individually or as the outfit as a group. What do you mean by deeds? Like, have you built a really, you know, voxel mancied up building that maybe, let's say, got featured on Community Digest? I would consider that oh. an accomplishment. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I guess uh, I should be the only one, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, there was the first first contest uh, in 2017, the, f- the first house contest they made, and uh, I did apply a little bit late uh, because in the chat there was uh, there was one one staff of uh, Quark said we could apply uh, <laughs> through a chat channel. That what I did. I didn't. I didn't send the email, and I realized I sent an email a week after the 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 end of the um, application uh, with my with my my screenshot and the the who was it? I forgot. Uh, they said they like they like my build, but uh, I'm too late, so they cannot they cannot put me in the contest. And uh, they liked my build, and they did use it for the, their first uh, tweet, the first uh, official uh, player-made uh, construct tweet. So I had this uh, as well. I had my plane, uh, uh, my plane for the plane contest. I was none, none of the the three first, but I had my plane. On the displayed on the forum, and what else? All oh, the last the last video about the factories. Uh, they use they use my my voxels truss structures to make their their factory in the last video. Nice, nice. I would definitely consider those accomplishments. Um, so yeah. you mentioned a settlement project, um, including that. Are there any future projects that you guys have cooking up that you might consider to be accomplishments when they have been implemented? Uh, Yeah, besides the settlement, which is, of course, our biggest one, uh, we will have uh, several outposts out out and around. That's going to be an ongoing thing. Further down the road, we'll probably be building a Stargate system with our allies. Uh, We... uh, are planning on doing a monorail system that if we can make it work, it's going to be awesome. Some of the testing that we've already done is promising that that'll be really cool. Um, I think that's all we've got planned at this point. 
this the settlement the settlement we we want for now we are around eight or nine cores very well aligned together well hopefully later on they will they will have some snapping uh, uh, features but we did we did very well so we have a pretty decent platform we are planning to build towers a mini still a mini mini town and I guess when we will link it and make regular travels between the uh, uh, sorry <laughs> that's my word between the settlement and the, the outpost once this is clear I guess this uh, will be our biggest achievement is it Tara? yeah I agree we'd like to have a robust stargate system but I hear it's going to be expensive but uh, we'll see how that goes so in the category of specific questions um I'll begin. <clears throat> so, uh, you have a freelancer space trucker philosophy. Would you say that grungy misfit visage could deter your business practices by making quote unquote less respectable? Hmm. Well, I guess you would have to define respect. Uh, is respectable as in an upstanding citizen who never breaks the law? or as in being successful and wealthy or I suppose it would be um, how you're regarded by other organizations well I would say that since how we're going to play you know we're not going to be griefers or anything and uh, it's pretty much impossible to have the grungy look that we originally wanted with the textures that we've seen so I don't think we're going to have any problems with it. There will be times when we defend ourselves. There will be times when, uh, you know, we might take questionable jobs. I'm not sure if that's going to happen or not, you know, with the game the way it is now. But I don't think it's going to affect us. I think the level of respectability that we'll have will be based basically on always having a, a really tight, close-knit team that gets the job done no matter what and regardless of whether whatever aspects you know of the game we participate in i think that that's always going to be there so i don't think it's going to be a problem i think we can play yeah it's kind of like a freelancer type thing without without losing any respectability at all yeah i think you guys have been a, a pretty good stable for a long time yeah, I don't think I don't foresee you guys really having problems with that at all. I hope not. <laughs> but uh, you know, we are in this game to have a little bit of PvP fun, so we're we're bound to have a few people that vow to never do business with us, but you know, we'll see how it goes. Alright then. So uh how do you guys intend to do your trucker activity and how profitable do you think it'll be? I think that we're probably going to do pretty well profitability-wise because we've been working on some of our procedures and ideas on how we're actually going to make this work, the logistics of it, for a long time now. And we're just now getting to the point to where we're pretty sure how how we're, uh, we're going to be relying on the whatever tool that they give us for quests or whatever 
I know they talked about something like that in the past, and I'm really hoping that that can be a core aspect of how we get jobs and assign jobs, and so that we don't always have to all be online all the time just to to get a a job taken care of. But I think it's going to be pretty profitable because so far there are some challenges to overcome. So I imagine we're going to do well. All right. So, in in your guys' opinion, uh, can money really buy happiness? This Vasara can reply is the retrust. Oh, so easy to be happy with money than without. <laughs> yeah. All right. It'll buy one level of happiness, and then the rest is up to you, I guess. <laughs> so, would you value profit over camaraderie? Hmm. I don't think so. Um, with our own core group of guys, I don't. I don't see that happening. Um, but it, it, I guess it would just depend on the situation. Yeah. Um, somebody who we don't get along with, who we've had trouble getting along with, who doesn't really care about how we feel about them, then possibly. But that's going to have to be on a case-by-case basis. It's, you know, we're more in this to have fun and meet people and play together than we are anything. So I don't see that we would just be screwing people over left and right just for money. But, you know, there may be times when it could happen, so I can't you know, can't really speak to that at this point. But we are pretty open Oregon. We will, I guess, never look over other members that are doing their own little business on the side. Huh? As oh, no, no. I imagine we'll all have our own businesses. You know, um, that's part of what the settlement is about, is we would like to have uh, a little marketplace center of our own where everybody who lives there can have their own little shops and of course have been inviting people from outside to place a shop so yeah that kind of thing maybe some quest activity inside a group will be nice but not a market things yeah possibly alright so what if um what if a relationship was was getting in the way of uh, profits potentially? How how would you guys react hmm. uh, internally? I suppose. I really, I really haven't even thought about that. To be honest, uh, uh, I I don't know. I guess if we would have a particular player who keeps promising to be there to you know handle one of our clients and keeps not showing up that might be a problem you know we don't force anybody to do that to begin with so i don't i don't think that would arise i don't know i don't i don't think there would be it's just a case-by-case basis you know i can't imagine a situation where i would tell an actual friend you know that our profit is more important than our friend right but you know, I, I just can't imagine that happening. But, you know, anything could happen, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, then. 
I'm going to punt it back over to you for the conclusion there, Chief. All right. So, our last question. What would you say, in one sentence, if you had a communicator broadcasting to everyone all over Dual Universe right now? And that can be all three of you, if you would like. Oh, that's a tough question. (laughs) (laughs) That's because we just basically went over all of them. Well, I guess I would like to say that we're accepting applications. Um, Very interested in uh, current active testers. We have a lot of players who aren't playing yet. And we would like to have more active players. I guess that's three or four sentences. (laughs) All right. Well, in that case, that's the end of our questions. Unless, T, you have any additional ones off script. Um, No, I'm, I'm pretty good. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. I'm glad that everybody was able to make it. Yeah, we appreciate you guys stopping by. Well, thank you for having us. 